a dick like Larry. I'm gonna start. <laughs> I'm gonna buy that card and start playing it. And now it's in every single blue deck I have. It's Mana used it to kill a man. <laughs> Tapped it all to fire hit fireball his head. Now the dust settles and he's dead. Mana, his life had just doubled, and now I've gone and blown him away. Mana, ooh, I don't want to die. Sometimes I get mana screwed, mana screwed, mana screwed. <laughs> I really need to add more of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that was Queen. Yep. Bohemian. Oh, is it Bohemian Rhapsody? So that's what I was okay, kind of yeah. talking to you before the podcast. I was like, I love it. I picked a song that I could have gone for like ten minutes, and yeah. <laughs> I just picked a random part in the song where it's like it doesn't sound like you no. Know, it's the definitely normal. the most. I mean, I'm just waiting for Wayne's World to come in and start <laughs> headbanging and going going at it. So <laughs> going at it. Yeah. Yeah. So that was. Uh, yep. Yeah, got that Bohemian Woo! Rhapsody. Woo! And, and you know, actually, a movie. That's kind of why. That? I, that's yeah. why I actually started singing it because i was like ah that movie's coming out pretty soon which actually looks pretty I think badass in the fall yeah okay yeah that'll be uh i think that'll be really cool yeah very nice um episode wait 23 wait we're at commander smith let's go back <laughs> we are at commander smith <laughs> we are at commander <laughs> oh man this is gonna be one of those episodes ah. a one o'clock in the morning episode all right welcome to commander smith we are the commander smiths i am adam smith i'm larry smith and you are my cousin i believe yes but you're not mine that's kind of weird. I don't know how that works. Well, but yeah, this is episode number twenty-three. We already said that. We could we could have skipped that. <laughs> I'm trying to go in order of what we normally do. The the list. Okay, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Commander Smiths, and then you can email us at commandersmiths at gmail or catch us on YouTube. Uh, subscribe to YouTube, our YouTube channel. Yeah. All Should YouTubes. I do a pity joke there too? <laughs> All of our eight listeners are fantastic. <laughs> we love you guys. We're trying to get more people on there. It worked last time we get the emails. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is going to be an interesting episode today. Uh, I actually just got back. I left vacation a little early. I had work stuff to do, and then we kind of worked out um, playing our our playing our decks. Yeah, Commander Spotlight peed on decks. Uh, we actually got to test them out against Arcades each other. Arcades and Vivictus. And figured we'd do the podcast fit it all in here as one. So what do we got for today? What's our... Uh, we're going to do... Uh, we're going to talk about the games that we had between Arcades, Vivictus, and then we had our uh, a friend Tyson. Kind of uh, switched it up. Three different decks he played? Yeah, yeah, he played three different decks. We played four different games. Yeah. Uh, then we go into Commander Spotlight of uh, Arcades, the strategist, and, and then we kind of have some a little bit of news, but then more getting into the specs. Yeah, the it's, specs it's, part. It's gonna be. It's not. It's Smith specs of the week, but it's more general of what we're kind Aiming of for and looking at and with the new Commander set coming out. Theorizing. Yeah. So. These are very good potential cards that, with the new decks coming out, of course, they're all going to be foil. Of course. <laughs> because the thing, if you don't know, which most people do know, but when the commander sets come out, they aren't foil cards besides the commanders themselves. Yeah. 
Uh, so these cards, even if they reprinted them... The foils, I mean, if they're a high-demand card within that deck, they're going to go up if it's foil. Yep. If it's not, they're probably going to drop. But yeah, so that's why when we get to that part, we'll kind of discuss that more. Do it. But yeah, let's talk about what we Games. did tonight. Well, I mean, we could skip the first two games. <sighs> yeah, you're feeling pretty good, aren't you? Oh, walls are awesome. Arcadius <laughs> is bonkers. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. It's really tough to like it's, go against if you, unless you're planning against it. You have these two and three drop and one drop oh whatevers that are just once you get Arcadies out, it just boom just annihilates people. And the thing it is, was, is everything drops so easily that. Even when there's board wipes or people bouncing and all that stuff, I was able You're to get stuff back, back out. Fast. Yeah, it was pretty insane. A wrath doesn't like slow you down because you you keep your hand full. Yeah. So like cheap creatures aren't that bad as long as Arca- Arcades is out. Then you're just continuing to have cards in your hand it's, well but was it three out of really the f- how many games to play three three out of the four you had you know, Arcades out on three. turn three. Yeah, it was pretty insane. And then I I mean. Well, even the, so, then, so yeah, the first two games it pretty it well rolled. I mean, it's, Both. yeah, it's it's play walls with Arcades out, draw a ton of cards, yeah. and you actually ended it with both uh, times with Crater Hoof Behemoth. Yeah, and that just made it bonkers. Yeah, and, and then you just kill two people. It was turn seven and turn eight that you killed yeah. both of us at. And then the third game was pretty crazy. This one was really. I think was, this, this one was really interesting. The yeah. highlight of the the night with how it just switched from your typical EDH game. Like, you know, it went from, Oh, I'm going to win to, Oh, I'm going to win. And that just switched spots. But I was never going to win. (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, I had pretty well ramp into that. I was ready to kill somebody and Lowry was was, I was down at five. Yeah. And then Tyson had cyclonic rift. And so what, <laughs> what I had randomly done was I went, I, I vampiric tutored. And so I went from seven down to five and then, uh, I went and found the only card I could cast. And then I, it was the uh, miracle card that allows you to wheel of fortune. So discard your hand and yeah. draw seven cards. And I had sensei's top out. So I, I did it on my turn and, or the, the tutor. And then on Adam's turn, he was attacking me and I was like, well, I might as, and I knew that Tyson had something because he left like everything open, eight nine mana open. I was just like, he's got to have something, so I might as well just force him to do it. And so I, I do the Wheel of Fortune off the Miracle, and then uh, he plays Cyclonic Sonic. Rift before that, <laughs> so everything's returned to Adam in my hand, and, and then, then we, we discard all of it, it and draw seven cards. That was, was super cool. It was pretty. Crazy. I live because the creature that you yeah. know the creatures that are attacking me to kill me are bounced back to Adam's hand. It felt really good. Yeah, I, if it was bounced in my hand, I was fine with it. But with you freaking <laughs> wheeling it away, because I was about to get fourteen cards in my hand, I was like, oh, that's fine. I can just cast these for <laughs> one and two and zero, and even my zero drop land, or wall was in there, and I was just like, god damn it. it was but awesome. yeah, then came back. It still lasted a while. I mean, you at five life. I hit you once with one of my walls later. I think yep. a couple turns later, got you to and one. I was down to one, yeah. And then it came around. I think you lasted two more turns after that. Then I finally got through, killed you. And then it was just me and Tyson. And then <laughs> the craziest thing is he went to kill my Arcades. And then I had Mother of Ruins out, so I gave it protection. protection we're like from white, yeah. He's like, well, I counter. And we're like, no, I can't do that. And he's like, we're like, you should. 
counter your own spell. And he's like, oh, yeah, because he had Arcane Denial. So he ended up drawing three cards, which he drew a freaking board wipe yeah, with that. Yeah, that was Day of Judgment. Stupid. Oh, wiped all the <laughs> creatures. had him dead. Because you had already I got him down to eight. pretty much. Yeah. He didn't have any creatures on board. I, well, I all out attacked, and yeah. that was the only way he, he was surviving. He had to block and kill all his stuff, <laughs> and all mine survived. So I was like, all right, one more turn, and then he freaking board wipes. But then still I was coming back in, yep. and I had him dead to rights. But then he had the equipment that saved his butt there. Or, well, there was no, equipment, and then, he, and then he played the Sphinx. It was a Landfall Sphinx from a Battle for Zendikar. Yeah. Whenever a land can, comes into play, he can tap down a creature. And then if it's an island, he can have Keep it, it tapped for an extra So he turn. had like an Evolving Wilds that tapped down Arcades. Oh, and we should mention that his commander was the extra turn. Ma- Matamai. Yeah. So he, I was at 18. He had an equipment that gave it plus five plus oh. So he attached it to his guy, attacked with him. Hit for nine, got another turn. Now that guy that he just cast actually is not summoning sick anymore. So his second turn. Put it over me. on the Sphinx. I was like, God damn it. I that was pretty sweet. It was like, son of a bitch. Uh, but yeah, then uh, we, we go into the fourth game. Um, that one went pretty quick. You won that one, though. Um, I, d- I did, but I got really... I got super lucky off of like lurking predators. Oh man, that card! It was amazing for me. Yeah, because he and then you got. I think actually the card that killed me is Void Winnower. That Void Winnower just because everything of mine was even. I had one wall that was on top because I had. Yeah, Adam drew like five cards with the Oracle of Moldia in play, and so I watched him draw like four two drops, <laughs> and I was like, he can't cast any of that. So then I board wiped killed all of their creatures <laughs> and then he goes oh uh was it reclaim reclaim yeah i put i reclaim, cast reclaim and put, put it back on top, on top. <laughs> so then when and i then, cast my next spell which was lightning uh, greaves lightning which greaves. didn't help me at all then but I put, then put right back out i was like, like god damn it this sucks but yeah so then you ended up tyson got his uh the the angel Gisella, yeah Gisella out gold knight yeah so yeah. then i was at 40 and lowry is able to attack me for i think it was like 42 or 44 damage and i couldn't block any of it because it was doubled yeah because well, you 21, had one i think it was 22 and you had a of couple of even creatures out yeah and i had they four of them untapped you couldn't block with them <laughs> couldn't do anything Void and it was, was good really you did nice. that because i had another board wipe in my hand that i was just gonna use brutal but... the board wipes were brutal uh with arcady's deck yeah it was that it's Kind of nice that there's so many one-sided board wipes with that, you know, because you can... I think I have five... Well, we'll get into that in a little bit, but... Yeah, no, that's... And there's a lot that are benefit the wall deck yeah. or the Doran deck type thing. So then how did you finish the game off? Because then I started kind of packing stuff up, getting ready for the podcast and letting you guys finish, so I didn't actually see how it finished up. Um. So I ended up going... I Noxious Revivaled to put pestilence demon on top of the library because it was in my graveyard and then um with lurking predators he played a card yeah that lurking predators it, it came was into play. so brutal uh and then uh he i was able to block my guy still died but it allowed me to live i went down to like two, two i think is what yeah. i saw at the end there and then uh you had to do a lot of damage because you had to get it all half yeah because he was <laughs> i had to do like 50 some odd damage and i did i was able to do it in like two three turns um ugin's nexus was pretty nice there at the end oh because then you got your extra turn yeah and like i had to kill you off yeah because you blind obedience wrecked my deck oh yeah that was a really good combination in that Um, deck blind obedience is just a good card in general if you have a white deck like 
and that's that's some of the things that I took away from these games are like I have too many permanents. Like I think I need like enter the battlefield more effects with the bigger creatures, mm-hmm. um, because like or more like spells that are removal. Because a lot of my removal is based off of Evictus, and he if, if I can't attack with him, yeah, it just the the deck was not doing anything. Yeah, I think you got to attack you attacked once successfully against me and then every and then the other yeah. times i blinked my guys away when you went to kill them yeah, or ghost way yeah. or whatever yeah. yeah so successful attacks you got one that was the very first game i think it was and then after no that, the first game i was i didn't have wait, anything so i was two. like screwed yeah and then so yeah then what what yeah it'd be nice if you could get them out oh well, you got anger out that's what helped you in that one game yeah, then you anger anger is super important as yeah. well. But like, haste doesn't matter if you have your stuff coming into play. Tap, yeah. Blind obedience, like that. I didn't. I don't think I ever realized how good that style is because mm-hmm. there's a bunch of like cards that say opponents creatures come into play tapped or whatnot you're just like yeah but i think there's enough haste out there that makes it really important actually yeah um i was i was quite impressed with it yeah and then it also has the little added bonus to gaining life and making opponents lose life depending if yeah, you have more opponents that. out there i didn't use that as much i think i only actually activated that five times in and Four I got games. it. Yeah. You, you I think I got it like two games. or three games. Yeah. yeah, it was gross. Yeah, so uh, but yeah. it wasn't shuffling. Overall, what did you feel about? So you just what you were saying there that you feel like you need more enter the battlefield kind of stuff or yeah, something that takes effect because like because you had enough ramp to get your guy out, right? It it you know when when things were going bad with Evictus, things were going really bad like it just <laughs> it just wasn't working at all because i i swear i would just have half my hand of just fatties that i cannot cast until way late in the game i'm at below 10 or whatever and then it wasn't it worth just worth it at that yeah, point yeah i i needed to be casting way sooner and so with arcades I was surprised of how fast it. I mean, not it, it is. It makes sense because they're all really low drop cards and everything like that. But how fast it came out and ramped up pretty quick was pretty insane. Yeah, and I actually, I was actually uh, surprised by the way that you kind of played it a little bit. I was, there's there's two different ways that I was thinking that mm-hmm. you could play Arcades with. Yours was get Arcades out really quick and then play a bunch of walls to and draw just start drawing, and drawing the crap out of it. Yeah. And my my thought was a, a good way would be would be like get your walls out and then cast Arcades like to a, attack overgrow uh, or overrun almost. Yeah. But um, drawing the cards is so much more important in the game of Commander and just being able and, to play that long game. And I think you're right with that too. Is it can go both ways with that. I think it also it depended. And I kind of just depended on what my hand was looking like, and I was seeing that I could cast multiples to get my hand filled back up again. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that's another way to do it is if just getting your stuff out and you have all these non-threatening things, and you just play Arcades, and then they all run through and kill. Yeah, and that's that's the impressive thing. Like it's it's hard to it, even like a Wall of Omens. It's hard to deal with a four four for two. Yeah, that and draws, draws your draws card, your card at least. Yeah, like <laughs> it's uh you know you're playing seven sevens for two and three, and you're just like oh wow. Yeah, and the, the downsides of those are for when they block, and it's like well I'm not blocking with these. <laughs> this is all for freaking attack. Yeah, but but I mean if if people are really targeting Arcades, which I would 
would if I had spot removal. Mm-hmm. Like it's a lot harder for that deck to function, but you still got to get through walls somehow. Yeah. And if you're not attacking with, you know, a frost wall or whatever, like you you still get to block and they're not going to die. Yeah, cuz they're <laughs> freaking have the huge toughness. So, um Well, should we get into Commander Spotlight? We can do that, yeah. Um, I don't know if we'll have a nice little sounder here between here and there. <laughs> did, you, did you like that sounder last week? <laughs> I I stopped listening, and I went, what the heck is that? I texted you, and that so, was not how it was supposed to sound. We harmonized that whole part, but we did it for what? That was it was a good, what, 30-second harmony? Like It was off yeah. of the, one, the, the song that I did a month or two ago. And I was like, this would be perfect for Commander Spotlight. Let's do it harmony-wise. And so we did that. We <laughs> recorded after last week. And then I got to like editing when I was on vacation. And I was just like, this sounds really weird because we're like talking. And then I spliced it in there. And then also we're just singing. And then we're talking again. And we don't make any <laughs> reference to us singing. And so I was like, this, I need to do something we, with this. Should we do Well, <laughs> we could be like, now let's uh, get into Commander Spotlight. A Spotlight deck. Oh, there it is. And There's the opener. It? I like, like it. it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, and then, that was it right we're there. We're building a deck. <laughs> <laughs> what? So with that. <laughs> Maybe I've I never been a chipmunk in my life. <laughs> but it sounded good. It was harmonized. <laughs> so, you mean like before you messed with it? <laughs> no, I, all I did was speed it up. That's all I did. So I did that and I slowed it down. Maybe this week we did a slowdown. I don't know. Well, I don't know what I'm going to put in there. I think we let into it. I think it's going to be fine. Yeah. We're going to do a great job. Uh, but yeah, so I actually gave the two options to my wife. And I'm like, which one do you want? The slowdown one just... Well, maybe you're hearing it now, but it's the it sounds like a devil type thing. It was <laughs> it's like Chicago backwards yeah. if you spin it. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I'm glad that it, it took you by surprise because it was uh, it made me laugh very hard. <laughs> uh, anyways, let's get on to Arcades. Um, strategist. If you don't know what it is, which you should, because it's the talk of the town. I don't know. That was really stupid. <laughs> no. I mean, it's, it's the talk of the town. That's it's fine. A, That's one colorless, green, white, blue, and flying vigilance. When it comes, Whenever a creature with defender comes into play, draw a card. Uh, each of your creatures with defender can attack, and they deal damage with their toughness. We've been talking about this one for a while, and it's a 3-5 flying. So yeah. that's Arcades. Let's just start off from the top where... The package, the twenty, the the huge package, the package of twenty two walls, some big butt stuff. Um, so, so each of the walls, kind of, you're I, aiming to have them do something. Yeah, because right? Not I do block. have a couple things that make my they're kind of protection spells, but they're blinking. You know, like we just talked about. True. Yeah. Ghost uh, way. Ghost way. And then what was the other one? I don't know. Uh, just because the card that I gave you doesn't mean. I know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I want it back. Yeah. Uh, where's my protection spell? Oh, here we go. Um, Ghost Way and Eerie Interlude are the two cards that they're they're kind of like protection spells in themselves. But so I wanted most of my walls to be doing things when they came into play, not just here's a wall of wood, a zero three. But it's a three three for one. That is. Think of that. That is pretty badass. But I mean, what? When you were playing it, what stuff stuck out? Um, so playing against it, like if you had Ar- Arcades out in Wall of Blossom and Wall of Omens, 
together. They, you know, when they come into play, you draw a card. But drawing two cards, oh, just you, you a, just a fall four, four. so fall be, far behind. There's actually a, a caravan carotid. Yeah, does that the one does thing. the same thing. Just one more mana cost yeah. for it. Two five. So yeah. crenellated wall. The given the whole plus was four. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. Was hard to like any of the pump spells that giving the because then I also use Bell Bellby's, Bellby's armor yeah armor yeah, yeah that was one of my specs from a while back but or a couple weeks ago that helped a little bit and actually I was going to use that to dampen when Tyson was attacking with his four four because I was going to make it not do damage so he wouldn't get his extra turn yeah so being able to use that but then he played a twenty eight twenty eight so that was a little bit more threatening <laughs> but <laughs> i didn't use it yeah. there but you know then i was like well that twenty eight twenty eight is a little bit more scary um so yeah most of my walls i had man there's so many walls i mean yeah there's there's a bunch but like the ramp package yeah for that was really important like being able to just kind of like just have a ton of mana off of you know well overgrown battlement was yeah act that i think is pretty sweet just because the fact that you can any color any color combination combination. so you don't just have to pick one color you know you can use all three colors or whatever you want to use for that axbane and overgrown battlement felt like they they, they're basically like guy's cradle yeah that's what i was kind of thinking in the same same boat yeah so there wasn't really a lot of i threw a few flyer walls in there but they're really big so you know you got the wall denial which is a freaking awesome card because it has the shroud and all that but then it's a zero eight um i did get to play the cumulative upkeep wall which one was that wall shards yeah i only got that out for one turn and i never got the oh, I did get it out but once. But it didn't benefit yeah. you at all. Sunscape Familiar, yeah, uh, which has blue and green spells, cost one less. And it's a 4-4 pretty much when you have that out. Well, it's an 0-4. 0-3. 0-3? Yeah. Oh, I'm a liar. <laughs> so bad. One, uh, back it up one there. One card. This is actually kind of a savior for... So Jeskai Barricade? I think that's actually a pretty decent card for this deck because it can save your commander. It did for me once. Because it has flash, and you get to bring a creature from your hand or your from play back to your hand. So you can either use that as protection, protection, or you can use it as a draw if you wanted to play your Wall of Omens again and you wanted to draw two yeah. more cards. You can bounce. And just that. having flash, it, yeah. it's a it's a secret blocker. Yeah. So I mean, those are all the main walls. Is there any others that stick out? That's like sticking out. I feel like, um, I mean. I wish I had a wall of kelp. Yeah. I think that's really cool in here. Because it doesn't have to be cast. That's the key part of it is whenever a wall enters play from your, enters the battlefield on your side, you're drawing a card. So you create more zero one walls and you're drawing more cards with that. Um, And then I think that's, oh, you got some zero drops and one drops, artifact ones. Um, That actually, so. Shieldsphere. Seems decent. One card that kind of works really well with all those walls was uh, Congre- Congregation at Dawn, which is a two green, one white instant, and you get to search your library for three creature cards, put them on the top of your library in any order. So what I was ending up doing was stacking it so that I was playing a wall for either zero or one, drawing my next card. It's another wall. And set it up yeah, and just get way ahead. And then a lot of times I would do spell skite as my savior or you know protector after at the third draw there. But I'm drawing, getting all these creatures that are actually bigger than what they show, you know. Mm-hmm. Um 
the shield sphere is actually a 6-6 six, six instead of the 0-6 for 0, and you're drawing an extra card off of it. So, yeah, it, I liked how it all flowed together. Now, a card that seems good but maybe not is Wall of Reverence. Yeah. Because I'm just looking it's at... It's on power. It's yeah, not on it's toughness. it's on power, not on toughness. Yeah. So you're gaining life, but you're gaining like... One, one or two yeah, three exactly. with arcades out like, no that's why when i got those i tried to sell those as quick as possible because once you realize it i, I kept it in there for more of i do have things i mean you're at least getting one because it's one there yeah and uh, getting life isn't a, a bad thing at all like yeah. just because it's still a six six flyer yeah. that and that's a pretty much why i kept it in but you're not gaining as much life as you normally would with It'd be nice yeah. if it was toughness. <laughs> but yeah, so I sold those as quick as possible and kept my one foil of that because it isn't as great as you think. It, it spiked higher than most of the other stuff mm-hmm. um, because I think people thought, oh, yeah, you're going to gain a ton of life. But no, you're you not. You just don't. Yeah. You know? uh, so how this deck kind of worked, it, it's pretty straightforward. It's walls, and then it's shit to deal with people's other shit to not attack you for their their power and everything. So Sounds like a lot of shit. <laughs> so the main stuff I worked with, I either had a bunch of removal that was one-sided so that it would benefit me more than every other player, yeah. which that helped out a ton. I mean, I think I have about four I'll, or five yeah, removal. Run, yes, five. There's Fell of the Mighty, which uh, destroys all creatures with power greater than yeah. whatever which is a you zero get to pick yeah they pick a zero slaughter of the strong we saw a couple times slaughter uh, of the strong was pretty sweet because it's each player chooses any number of creatures he or she controls with a total power of four yeah so this potentially wipes out like if there's a token deck going crazy it has to be or even if somebody has something that's a five five is their lowest creature well then they lose all their creatures because yeah. it's a total power between all their creatures which which i thought it was just like four, four or greater had to be sacrificed but it's you know if you have three two twos in play you got to sacrifice one of those yeah. two twos so that's pretty i ended up having to sacrifice my own stuff uh, occasionally with that but it was never like but yeah we would fall behind yeah. way quicker and then there's a wave of reckoning and that's uh, where the creature deals damage to itself equal to its power. So normally that's, you have that's even That's not really numbers. on theme, I guess. No, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Made me defend it. What? <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah, no, just having one-sided board wipes and having so many in the deck yeah. is impressive. And then there's Retribution of the Meek, which is something that... That you were kind of thinking doubled. the other one was. Yeah. Um, but that one in itself is a reserve list card, so that one went up quite a bit, yeah. too, when that jumped up. And then Dusk Till Dawn. Dusk Till Dawn is pretty nice because you are not only destroying all creatures with power three or greater, but it also has you able to bring back your walls. So if your stuff is dead... Uh, actually, I could have probably cast that when I discarded a whole bunch of crap before. You might have been able to. Yeah. <laughs> I did wheel has, of, I, I I wheel totally of fortune about yeah. two, three times. Yeah, you got rid of at least half my deck, if not more. Uh, but then it's return all creature cards with power two or less from your graveyard to your hand. So pretty much all your walls are going back to your hand. Um, so, so those are the removals, but then I combo that with 
stopping anybody that's trying to attack me or stopping anybody from attacking by yeah. and and two cards that i think are you know their mainstays uh ghostly prison and propaganda i was thinking you probably didn't have to have those in there and what was your reason why because you had you have walls that are you're either bashing face and getting way ahead mm-hmm. or um or they're blocking and you just don't need them so i feel like half the time you don't need them yeah um, but the next one that I totally agree with is Ensnaring Bridge. Yeah, because then I can always attack. Yeah. <laughs> and so Ensnaring Bridge is um, creatures can't attack unless they have power, uh, less, power less than the cards you, in my the hand. Cards you have in your hand. Problem with that is I was drawing, drawing so, so many much. cards that I was like, I, the time I had it in the hand, I was like, well, this is stupid to play. It, it would still like stop Vivictus, though. Yeah. Like. There's not many times where you you, you have well the time five I was to about six. to play it was I had a full I had to discard because I had so many cards so I was like well this makes it so everybody can still attack <laughs> and actually so, but I think it, that one's really on flavor in my mind so yeah I think that works out well uh, and then Meekstone is pretty badass with that yeah it works perfectly in this deck now the cool thing is is we just talked about that card blind obedience uh but what that can do is work with these that with meek stone, meek stone making it so when they come into play they come into play tapped and they don't untap so then you're I, mean <laughs> so then we kind of have the i wouldn't say game winners but they're the ones that make it so that i can get through and do more damage we already talked about that uh, one belby's armor so it's it doesn't hurt to have multiple things that make your walls attack because if you know you kill arcades enough times i'm not going to cast them anymore so which is assault formation so that one allows which actually makes it so my arcades was stronger which because yeah because then arcades hitting for five, five plus whatever three. you're pumping yeah so that was pretty nice that actually ended up being really nice in the deck yeah. um and then you have uh sadar konda of jambura and that just makes it so that only flyers and reach creatures can block your creatures that have power less than two, two or less. And he has flanking as well. So as long as you're not going against the Flanking's flying deck. Huge. Yeah, flanking. Flanking is why I put him in there. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> it actually worked out that a game when I was attacking with him. Abilities. But it works really well when you don't go against an all-flying deck like Tyson's deck was. Also true, yeah. yeah. It's like, damn it, this card doesn't do anything for me right now. But then the the last one. The, the Tetsu uh, Umazawa Fugitive. So that that's from, from Dominaria. Dominaria. So that one just came out, and it's a pretty sweet card. But it, it makes works so really well creatures there, yeah. with power tough power or toughness one or less can't be blocked so pretty much my walls get through and, a ton of them yeah yeah uh and then kind of get into my protection stuff we kind of mentioned some of this already should we do another condom joke uh-huh. protection lots right, of I'll protection <laughs> whatever so the two that i'm really impressed with would be uh ghostway and eerie interlude yeah like, like you were saying mentioned earlier. yeah because those you can either use them as, and I every single time use them as a protection spell, but there were some of them that I was, if you were about to say go, I was almost going to just cast them to make my stuff blink to draw because yeah. that that part, having three or four walls with my Arcades out. Just um, having them enter back into the battlefield. And you're drawing draw a ton, a ton cards of cards at the end of But luckily every time you did, tried to do something to me, so I was able to. And you still got that bonus. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. But yeah, so that... that 
that helps in a way. And then I had um, Lightning Greaves is an obvious yeah, one. Yeah, obvious. Mother of Ruins helped a little bit there. That'll help me get through. Oh, you know what I don't have in that circle is Teferi's Protection as Ooh. well. I didn't ever get to cast that, but... Teferi's Protection. The only problem is I wish the phasing made it so they left play and came back. Yeah, I, I think that's okay, though. Like No, it's still... Having, having it in a white... Yeah. Teferi's Protection is just a good card to have. That's a great if card If you're playing in white. Um, and yeah, then Spellskite, which is freaking cheap. <laughs> That's your fault. I know. I, used, the, I play it all the, the time. You're the one that introduced it to start playing it all the time. I was like, I want to be a dick like Larry. I'm gonna start. <laughs> I'm gonna buy that card and start playing it. And now it's in every single blue deck I have. It's, it's everybody hates it. It's it is it's something so that good. you kill right away. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just messes like. Uh, you know, Tyson went to equip for whatever, you know, <laughs> I think it five. Like five. It was a oh, I was like, oh, thank you. I'll just tap I'll my just one blue and put it on my spell skite. Now my spell skite's a five, four. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like, uh, if you, if you just forget what it can do, yeah. it just, you know, if somebody's playing an aura deck, it just ends it. Spell skite is, and we already did talked about it in the artifacts for your core cards for commander, but no, it wasn't blue. Oh yeah, that's right. Blue. blue. I forget that we do that. We did the artifacts specific colors into that. But yeah, definitely you need that card because it's a pretty sweet ass card. Uh, and then and we finish it off privi- with privileged, privileged posi- position, which played it once and it got killed right away. So makes sense. There's to me. that. <laughs> Actually, Tyson didn't need to do that either. I don't think because um, I think he had a uh, arcane lighthouse in play. Which, which, which taps and then everything oh, loses is it hexproof I, and, yeah. and i actually had an arcane lighthouse in my oh, hand so it, might, it would have been completely pointless <laughs> yeah, yeah nice well that was a waste of a card I'm just <laughs> then, but, but if he didn't do it with the card that he had he he wouldn't be able to use it on anything else anyway so it, yeah. it also makes sense to do that so, so then kind of going or, with i guess yeah to fury's protection because i like to talk about each color's you know, game winner. Teferi's protection. I don't necessarily say is a game winner, but it's a game. It's saver. it's a really good trick, though. Yeah, uh, but you go with Cyclonic Rift and Crater Hoof. Kind of talked about that. I didn't ever use Cyclonic, but it, Crater Hoof came in handy. I yeah, actually Crater had Hoof him, just ended games. Had him in as my it, hand the last game to too. But yeah, that's. That's why you're I you're you. playing a lot. I knew it was there. You knew. Well, I was playing. You did actually know it was there. Yeah, actually, because I was playing uh, Oracle Maldaya. Oracle Maldaya, and so I was having to show every card. And I was like, just so you know, because you guys were talking, <laughs> this is a card I drew. <laughs> They're like, okay. Um, and then just some other things, random stuff in the deck. You have Mirage Mirror, Psychos- which you've yeah jerked I, off to. Yeah. <laughs> I I think Pretty I like sure. that card. <laughs> you killed it right away because I like it so much. Yeah, Reclamation Sage. Uh, Psychosis Crawler. Um, that you're one. You're drawing enough cards that. Yeah, that you're actually. That's hurting you. Aetherflux Reservoir is pretty actually sweet. Aetherflux Reservoir. If you're making. If you're drawing and casting stuff in more than one in a turn. I'm sorry for that one. Yeah, <laughs> just a big yawn. Oh. <laughs> such a dick and you don't even have a beer to share i know <laughs> uh but yeah aether flux reservoir is sweet to have in any deck that you're casting multiple spells in yeah, a turn if you're if you're consistently going to be casting even three that's gaining you six life it's uh pretty solid uh and then just got- like oracle Moldiah talked about that that's it helps, must you, have. helps you move through uh cryptolith right and that works well because if you don't have your arcades out 
and you have that, you're you're tapping your zero walls for actual mana. Um, hmm. Or shards. That's just... You're casting a lot of your, creatures. Your simple Yeah, that's my removal. I like it. Uh, Blade of Selves, I like that one. Yeah, so that one you can just put on one of your walls, and it makes multiple walls when you attack with other people. So you attack one person, and it makes a copy of that wall attacking another, all the other players. So then the effect with Arca- takes... Arcades out, you get to draw, you get more, to draw cards. more cards. So if you put it on a wall of omens, you're drawing two, four, six, or whatever cards, how many people you're attacking. So, it's yeah. quite a bit. So that one I never got to use. <laughs> Mentor the Meek, a little bit of redundancy if people are targeting Arcades. Yep. So you get a little more draw. Um, and then actually, this is yeah. I haven't put this in a deck for a while. That, Paradox Engine. But that works pretty damn well Ban because it. a lot of your... <laughs> well, the thing is, is we thought for sure they were going to be banning that card yeah. when it came out. And all it's done is just gone up in price because they're not banning it. And I still, so. I still feel comfortable we did not spec into that because i still feel it could get banned at any point in in my mind but this works amazing with overgrown battle mint and axe bane guardian yeah and it just any of the mana stuff it just yeah it taps starts moving you through everything that worked out pretty good that game uh we didn't get to see panharmonicon but that i mean you're drawing drawing another card with arcades uh, and then Life Crafters, Beast Year. Yeah, we didn't get to see that one either. But I think that would work well as, you know. Just scrying through scrying, stuff. Scrying, but then also drawing. If you play a creature, you get to tap one oh, and draw yeah, a card. Oh, yeah, I guess that's also true. So yeah. more draw, 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 draw. So originally when I was building the deck, I wanted... Oh, Larry's yawning when I'm talking again. What a <laughs> dick. How about you stop being boring? <laughs> <laughs> Such an ass. Oh. <laughs> What a commander spotlight. This is just boring. Anyways, so when I... Thank you for listening to Adam's boring wall deck. Uh, What's cool in there? I don't know. All these walls. (laughs) Walls are cool, right? Oh, man. Anyways, so I... Where was Wall of Brambles? Yeah, I should have just made a shitty wall deck. Like all the (laughs) shitty walls, like ones that aren't actually good. Maybe I'll revamp it, make a side one of that. Make a budget... Yeah, do a budget wall deck. <laughs> budget wall deck. <laughs> <laughs> Everything under five cents. Oh my goodness! You could keep the deck under five bucks. I bet you you could too, with how many crappy walls there are. Um, but so the original thought, and I mentioned it a few times in podcasts, is I was thinking of doing it more of a mill, like a sideboard mill type of thing. Not sideboard, but like the side goal was to make somebody get milled out but that just there isn't enough support if you're not using black yeah black you need to help with that and so when it all came down to it there was only like five cards that i could use with it i'm like well that's you're not gonna gonna work together it's just gonna be i'm gonna mill somebody down 15 cards and they're gonna be like what i'm gonna (laughs) kill you now you're gonna try and mill me stupid i don't actually have that much there yeah i mean I thought that was going to be a really tough side plan for you. Yeah. I was thinking more like... I um, thought there was more blue stuff when you're drawing and having people discard, but there really isn't a ton of that. Yeah. Um, there's like three enchantments. Tutelage or something. There's Jace's, yeah. whatever. But you have to... I, I like it when it's oh, more yeah, of surrounding. Right. The, the Jace one, it's each time you draw, you choose a player and they discard, you know, top of their library. Yeah. And it's like, all right. I was thinking like life gain. Because like yeah. Angelic Choir was just reprinted in Battle Bond, and then I think there's an enchantment like whenever a creature you control dies, gain life to its toughness. Uh, I think there's, I think there's some stuff like that, and I think I, there's a route you could go with. That. I think that the cool thing is, is I thought Arcades would be 
this is the way you got to go and this is how it's got to be done. But I, th- with what you're saying there and as I was building it, there are some multiple angles. There's a, dun- a bunch of different kinds of walls that you can do different styles. And so I think the life gain is definitely a route with it. Yeah. But how yeah, would you win yeah. it? What would how be the would winner? Arcades. Just attacking. Just attack. You yeah. have a lot of life. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? I guess. Because you can, I mean, that's just as good. As, I mean, depending on what other people are doing, but you can just. If you outgain life. Outgain where it doesn't, life. Yeah. Whether if they, the crackback isn't going to nearly matter as much. Um, man, there's an enchantment that gives all your creatures lifelink. Yeah. You'd be, you know, you're dealing, you know, 15 Maybe damage. Maybe you should 15. make a. No, I don't. <laughs> I just complain about having a wall deck being made and just like <laughs> trouncing me yeah. three games in a row. You got beat by big butts. I didn't yeah, win the third game. Tyson tough. won the last second. Sure, but you still beat me <laughs> in that game. That's I was down to you know I was down to one. It sucks because I I had to discard away my uh, platinum Empyrean. Oh, you had that in the hand. I actually that's so going back to that if. Uh, I could have, um, I had Conduit of Ruin, which allows me to go and find a colorless creature of uh, casting cost seven or more. Yeah. If Platinum Empyrean was in my deck, I would have been able to put that on top and then attack with Vivictus and put the Platinum Empyrean into play. And then I would have just stayed at one life until you guys like killed it. And <laughs> me. Nice. That was the goal. But I had, I ended up like discarding all three of my colorless creatures like Void Winnower it that betrays and, oh is that the game where you're like i'm gonna go search for a colorless creature but i don't have any colors and then i just so shuffled just it shuffle because i had to get rid of it yeah, yeah that's exactly what happened oh uh, that sucks so <laughs> i feel so bad I, for you Larry. i could have done something but i couldn't because mm. i was already because i had already uh wheeled and dealed and stuff like that i'm so. just glad i beat you with big butts lots of big well, butts i'm just glad that they rubbed up against me and <laughs> hurt me uh, I should have done. I like big butts, but we kind of already did that. You I did, did that. Yeah. I did do that. So you that, can't steal mine. that wouldn't work. But that would have been a good one with this episode because you're dealing with booties. Well, you're just gonna redo my song. I got the lyrics. <laughs> Change the words. Ah, uh, but yeah. So overall, I like. I liked how it played. It was a very different deck that I am used to. You know, it's pretty straightforward of what it needs to do. It's yeah, pretty strong. It's play um, play walls. Play walls, phase. draw cards, yeah. And Hit. drawing cards is the huge thing there. Yeah. So I think that's a very important part of it. I think, so on the scale here of our Pedon Commander decks, we have three in the books, right? Yeah. Where does this rank for you? For Vivictus? Yeah. Um, I probably like Muldrotha, and then Craven Regna, and then... Vivictus. Vivictus was just really slow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I said this during my spotlight, but it felt like a bad reanimator deck. Yeah, you did say that. And it does still kind of feel like that. <laughs> so it's... Is there any tweaks I, you would want to do to it at all? I, I, I mean, you did with, say with that the, the creatures, I think I would want more like spell removal as well. Like relying on Vivictus is just not reasonable for everything. Do you? How much protection did you have for him? I don't have a whole ton. So would you do anything with that at all, or no? Um, no. 
because if they're killing Vivictus, that should you know bring me later into the game, and then I can play my bigger creatures as well if needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's I think I just need more like spell removal that allows me to hit more than one thing because mm-hmm. just one for one removal isn't going to be good enough. Um, so I was thinking like, uh, man, there's like a five mana instant in black that destroys all creatures of three or less converted mana cost. I was thinking that one, something of the meek, not retribution. <laughs> I know it's not. So, uh, that, that was, those were the thoughts where I was kind of going. It was just like, um, I, I have some cards in there that don't really work well. I don't think like, uh, plow under. I think it was. Oh. It re- returned the two lands from play on top of. Oh, put it on the live top of yeah. the library. And agonizing memories. Like I, I just don't. I don't think that's gonna. I don't think that really works very well. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, yeah, I I would I wish those were different cards by far. And then I think just the bigger creature package needs to be uh, changed up dramatically. Yeah. I think and doing the entering the battlefield kind of stuff might be interesting to do that. Yeah. Cause then you're getting multiples off of. Cause right now I have like really cheap creatures and then really expensive ones. Mm-hmm. And I, I should probably have a more of a, a range mm-hmm. from like, you know, five to eight Yeah. instead of like seven to eight and just have like seven creatures that are that big or just like spells. They're just uncastable in your hand. Yeah. Except for a one-to-one, and you're already losing by that time. Yeah, so I think mine, oh, I don't know. I like I like this deck. It did really well. Yeah, it was very strong. I think I still put that coin flip stuff. It might be my favorite right now. I didn't play it enough, though. I need to play all these a little bit more. Now yeah, I want to... We need to play more. I know. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Um, I think this is... Either two or three. I'm not sure if it takes over Slimefoot or not. It's been a while since I played Slimefoot, so I want to try that one out again. But I feel like this one I have more control over. I feel like I can control the game a lot better with this, like with the board wipes and the mm-hmm. making it so people don't untap or attack. So I don't know. This probably I think I still like the coin flip one the best, and then this one's number two or three. Eh, two. There, said it. <laughs> Thank, uh, thank you for your commitment yeah all right we're <laughs> i don't like doing the podcast when they're this late um next segment what are we going to smith specs or news so yeah new news ish news ish news ish so one little thing that i kind of uh found on a, a forum on salvation was uh so people know that trump is our president what and currently we are like there's tariffs wars mm-hmm. that are happening. And so it sounds like I uh, kind of read an article um, that Canada, is, the government, is putting a 10% tax on playing cards from America going into Canada. Now, that I, the idea is that they're trying to hit, like, Bicycle, the, the card manufacturer. The, the you casino know, cards. Yeah, the diamonds, play. hearts, all yeah. that stuff. Um, but it also affects magic and like pokemon and like other card games made in america did it say anywhere like how they would do that tax like as we're sending ship like as we're mailing like the mailing like that you know like stamps and stuff or how is it how are they so it'd add be, that tariff? It'd be, um generally a tariff is going to be placed on when it's being imported into the country and so like if you're buying singles i would assume from an american 
uh, distributor, I would assume that at that point is when you're going to be taxed. Like anytime you're going to be taxed. Going to, yeah. Yeah, okay. that would just be added into the tax. You almost don't even realize it. You just go, what the fuck is this tax? Yeah. <laughs> so it kind of goes in with what we were talking about last week a little bit where we're, we had the, the questions about uh, the listeners in Canada. Yeah, like and expensive to, shipping. So now even more so, you're more focused on either buy lists or more expensive car, more... Potential. I think yeah, I think it makes or, it really tough. In my opinion, I would drive down into America <laughs> and just smuggle a ton yeah. of magic cards back into Canada. Black market that shit. Yeah. Black market <laughs> Black Market Black Lotus is over. It's three colorless, two black enchantment. Whenever a creature dies, you <laughs> what? Have to put a counter black market. Oh, black market. I thought you were talking about black lotus. I was like, no, that's not what it does. What no. are you talking about? That's a <laughs> all right. So yeah, that's that's unfortunate. That is uh probably you know i don't know when it was going to be implemented but it's unfortunate that uh it's going to be more expensive yeah uh for you canucks yeah so just trade and sell with each other as yeah. much as you can until the tariffs are done maybe <laughs> hopefully <laughs> yeah <laughs> or you smuggle it in like lowry said lowry said it i did not <laughs> Come after him. It's totally American, though. <laughs> if you're if you're smuggling. All right, Think so a, a magic our, pirate. A magic pirate. Yeah, you're smuggling stuff. You get it? Gotcha. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's bad when I don't even give the little cheap laugh that I do. The. <laughs> Anyways, let's you do go, that. Let's go on to the Smith jerk. Smith specs of the week. That was it, right there, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, there it is. Fuck. <laughs> kind of have a theme with this and Larry kind of came up with this as i was on vacation i didn't get to actually spec very much i did the podcast and then hung out with my kids and my family so but Larry had a good idea with this because the commander 2018 is about to come out yeah and we know what each deck is going to be themed for the most part we can take a relatively broad guess at stuff so your idea which I think is a very good idea is looking at some of the stuff that kind of fits to those themes, but focus more on the foils because if by chance we're like, okay, buy this card and then they reprint it. Well then, then those cards just tank. (laughs) Yeah. So I would, if you buy the foils, they're not going to be in foil and the commander set, those cards will either stay the same or go up actually, if it gets Mm -hmm. reprinted. And if it doesn't get reprinted, they'll go up. If it does work with the theme, they'll go up even more. It's, you want yeah, to that's, more that's to the it, idea or? that we're going with. And and I, I just kind of, I thought we were a little bit ways out from like commander spikes and stuff like that. But uh, I was digging around card kingdom and I was just seeing cards just gone that would fitting with these themes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh man, people are already on this. And it, it makes sense to be out in front as much as possible. Um, and so in a broad sense, and we'll, we'll get into more specific cards, but um, in a broad sense, we know there's a red-blue artifact deck. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say specific cards because we don't really know the theme yeah. within what within that deck. But cards that are good in general with artifacts are something that I would say you want to kind of target. Yeah. So um, why don't you start us off with one that I think is pretty sweet. I didn't actually know about this uh Art. So, yeah, and so Chief Engineer is a card from M15, 
but it has a game day promo that and price. i would highly suggest this see and i like this really card in, in general by itself but yeah. this art is pretty dang sweet it's almost full art it's yeah it's full art game day promo it's uh one colorless one blue it's a one three and when it's in play all your artifacts are get convoke yeah so yeah and that's that makes it a really solid card it's a really good enabler um and being two colors allows it to be a bit better as well like if it was a four color deck like brea it's a bit harder to work in yeah chief engineer but um and these with, are only sitting at about two bucks yeah they're sitting at two bucks they are gorgeous and i was kind of digging around and i think we've talked about this in just the tips a couple uh, episodes ago, uh, but yeah. I just, I, you know, you look around for decks that you find interesting that aren't quite mainstream or tiered, mm-hmm. but something that has potential. And I was digging around one that was, uh, I'll probably talk about grand or grand architect in the future, but, um, that this chief engineer is in that deck grand architect and it all kind of works together really well. And, uh, that deck also kind of piques my interest. Um, so I feel like this has a different side of a spec as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think it's really cool at two bucks. I think it's well worth getting. Yeah, definitely. And then the next one we have is Shimmering Mirror. Uh, this is a three three colorless artifact creature mirror two two. It has flash. You may cast artifact cards as though they had flash as well. So this is a pretty sweet card with any artifact deck because, like I said, you can cast it for flash. And if we're dealing with one of the decks is going to be artifact heavy. That's a pretty decent. You were thinking yeah, yeah. you could go for both of these on this, but I, yeah, when you're thinking it was reprinted in Commander. a commander set. Yeah. And so more than likely this card, I can see this easily being reprinted, yeah. but the foil we will become more desirable because there's only one foil printing from mirrored and besieged. Um, and it's, you know, in between six, $7, Think about Videlk and Ori or Leyline of Anticipation. Those are both over fifteen dollars, um, and I can. This is cheaper, and I can see this. It, this actually has flash as well, so you could yeah. do it at the end of one turn, and then you just. Or if you wanted to cast multiples at that time too, you could yeah. cast that and then something else or whatever. And that just same, load up yeah. the board with a ton of artifacts at the end of a turn. Yeah, I, I, I can see this being a really good card um, for a, in in general artifact deck. And this is around six fifty. It was if you go back to when it was printed when Commander sixteen came out, it's doubled in price since then. So it does has no really effect for the foil version. It could go up, or it yeah. did go up since then. Um, just because it is a really good card, and it only has the one foil printing. Very good card. Next one, Lowry. Uh, Herald of the Pantheon. Uh, it is uh, from Origins. It's a colorless green. It's a 2-2. Two, two. Uh, enchantment spells you play uh, cost one less, and whenever you have an enchantment enter the battlefield? Yes. Or whenever you cast it? Uh, sure. Whenever you cast Whenever an you cast an enchantment, you gain one life. Um, now so we this, have the enchantment heavy deck that yep, we're going to be dealing which with. Which is in Bant, which is green, white, blue. And so this allows you to play enchantments at a cheaper uh, cost. And so it doesn't matter what kind of enchantment, if it's auras or uh, just normal enchantments, world enchantments, local enchantments. Uh, 
Yeah. Those are the best enchantments. Those are the best enchantments. <laughs> all types of enchantments. Yeah. But uh, this allows you to do it at a cheaper that cost. That's so stupid they did all the different enchantments <laughs> like that. <laughs> you can only Hold have on, one. I'm going to dark ritual interrupt you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, interrupt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, glo- wasn't it? Is it global enchantments? You only can have one? Or is it worldly enchantments? World enchantments. You can only have only one. one. Yeah, it was play. like a legendary enchantment. Yeah, I but guess. it can only have one. On the table. Like, not even have to be the same ones. It was just one worldly. If there was another yeah. worldly, they could be a different card. And one had to be sacrificed. Yeah, I don't too many rules. Anyways. So, but in my mind, this is a, a fairly decent card for general enchantment deck. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, nothing too specific. Uh, that's why, like, it's really hard when you don't know the actual theme or what's kind of going on within these decks. But it's a cheap spec. It's only two bucks or yep. less. You could get two this bucks for, for the foil. foil. Again, go for the foil yep. on this one. We're not. Don't go for the regulars on these because bad boys. I can also easily see this being reprinted mm-hmm. and so again if it's good enough people are going to want the foils yep you want to pimp out those damn edh Pimpy. decks that's the thing i was just mentioning to you tonight that since we've been doing the specs and stuff uh and more focused on foils with everything now all i want is foils i just want my whole freaking <laughs> deck to be shiny uh next one is sigil of the empty throne this is just a good card in general uh but it's two white three colorless enchantment whenever you play an enchantment spell put a four four angel into play a four four token into play it has two foil two printings. foil printings so you can get the cheaper one with magic origins for a buck 50 or you can go for uh conflicts for double the price so you might as well go for the cheaper one of the two and get the origins one because if this this does spike you have a better spike rate on this and i i actually really like this card as well just in general like you're saying um i kind of abuse it with like flickering ward Mm -hmm. which is a one white aura and then you can pay a white to return it to your hand so you can do it as much as you can with your white there's a blue enchantment as well that gives flying i can't remember it but it's from visions i don't remember the name quite off the top of my head uh and those two might potentially be all right specs as well but i think that's a little bit more specific if we know it's like an aura deck yeah then those you, might be better then they um, fit a little bit more but sigil just is a solid card for pl- if you're playing a bunch of enchantments like Maybe they have, like, I can see maybe Enchanted Evening being reprinted in that kind of deck, which makes all of your, you know, all permanents and play enchantments. Mm-hmm. And then basically everything that you're playing, I believe, would turn into an enchantment, which would help Sigil of the Empty Throne. You think Opal Essence will go up with that then? Maybe. Big sigh and then a maybe? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> there's There's a real potential for that. That's a really good idea. Because it's uh, a reserve, reserve list. list as well. That's not on a list. We'll talk about okay, it. Okay, sorry. No, yeah, uh, I, I can totally... That might be a really good one, too. I think it's jumped since we talked yeah, about it. Yeah, it did. It definitely jumped when we after we talked about it. Well, not after, but... So it's 22 bucks. I think we talked about it when it was 8 Yeah. But I, mean, I, think it's, uh, I think that's actually a decent way of doing it as well. Because if it is global enchantments <laughs> is it <laughs> even each other okay. global enchantment is is a creature with power and toughness equal to its converted amount we should look at the error because it might just be enchantments oh it definitely is uh so but um if that's the case then actually it's probably an all right idea to think about i think it's starfield and nix holy balls 175 for, for the, the foils foil. i don't suggest that no <laughs> although it, it probably is going to go up but yeah that's a lot of money to the um but yeah so that would that's just a side thing i just thought of when we were talking about that and that's kind of what this is about is like 
we don't know what this is going to be in this. And so kind of just speculation. Speculations with specs. What? We are specking on specs. <laughs> this is, this is a spec spec. Yeah. Not Smith specs. Right. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say, you know, these are confident, but like... They are still really general because yeah. we don't know what the the commanders are going to be doing. We're just kind of giving you a head start. Like Larry said, he was checking around on stuff and noticing. Like one of the cards, cards that, are being bought out that we're not going to really say to get, but Oracle Moldaya, you said, was gone. That was sold out on Card Kingdom. And I'm like, yeah, that fits in a land deck. Or yeah. than, you know, um, It fits in. It's such a good card and in it general. It is just a general yeah. really good card. Uh, they need to reprint that again at some point because it's It'd be nice. 30 bucks right now. So. But that and that's probably something that we should also talk about too is like the more expensive a card is the less likely they're it's gonna going to be in a to, commander set like, especially the best card that i can think of money wise that was ever reprinted in um in a commander set would be like uh what's the worm worm coil worm coil engine oh yeah, yeah. That, and that was like a $25 card when they printed it. It dropped it down to what, 10 15 like 15 Now yeah. it's back up to twenty twenty five. Um, But that's like the best reprint I can think of. What was Miri's... Um, Guile? Not Guile. Wake? Wake, yeah. Miri's Wake has already, always been around like 15 Okay. I was thinking because that was a pretty decent one. That was more recent too. Um but yeah, I think so, they initially reprinted that in Conspiracy, though. Yeah. And so that dropped the price yeah, that's a good before. Point. Um, but that's a good point that you're saying there, too, is that they're not most likely going to be printing uh, an Oracle Moldiah or something that's $30 or more. Because then what happens is what they screwed up on with the very first Commander set is... They had one card that was worth more than the entire box, so people were able to go buy the box, sell the one card, because that's what I did. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. And so they don't want the price they, of they one had that card. In a couple of the boxes, like yeah. Scavenging Goose was super expensive. That's the one I'm talking about. But Fla- Flusterstorm was really expensive for yeah. that too. But Scavenging News was the one I targeted, where I went to Targets. Yeah. Ah, targeted went to Targets. Woo! Uh, <laughs> where I think I bought like 15 of those. But those those are original printings, so yeah. that's a little hard to tell what the no, I no, I agree. Is. But that's they don't want that. My point is they're not going to put a card that's a $50 card or a $30 card. Knowing that yeah, it now yeah. is a thirty dollar card in a set because then they could potentially just sell that card and it pays for yeah. the whole thing. And then you get scalping, and yeah. then boxes are super hard. Because I even remember for the original uh, one, all I wanted to do was get Kalia the Vast, mm-hmm. and I went in, uh, and the store was just like, "Oh yeah, everybody wants that because uh, Wasteland's in it." And I was like, "What? No, they don't have Wasteland <laughs> in it. Everybody says it is." And I'm like. No. no, that's not the case. <laughs> I was like, if it was that, I'll buy them all. Yeah, exactly. Because it was like 100, 150 bucks at that point. Yeah. And so you know, you get, you don't, you can't have that kind of thing going on. I can, I would expect ten dollar cards or less. Yes. It's um, a, it's a little bit harder to because then the cards are going to drop a little bit. Um, yeah. You're not, but when they have one card that you can sell back and make all your money back that you spent on the like true name nemesis yeah. and stuff like that. Like, and which is tough when it comes to original printings and how good a card is. Yeah. But, um, all moving right, on, let's go on to the last two. Go ahead, Larry. Uh, so for the lands deck, uh, I was seeing that realms uncharted was bought out at card kingdom. Uh, and this is a instant two colorless and a green, 
uh, you get to go search for four different lands or four lands of different names and then split it up into two piles and then an opponent chooses which ones go to the graveyard. Um, and then you get, you know, two in your hand, two in the graveyard. More than likely monoramp there. That's pretty good. Yeah, you're just getting lands. That's four lands for three is pretty solid. And then if you have a Remanap excavator or a crucible of worlds, Hey, you get those other two back. back. Yeah. <laughs> Which actually is a really good point. Crucible of Worlds is being reprinted in it's M19. Already been... Not a bad idea to go out and at least pick up one. That's yeah, that's actually a pretty good point there, too. Or the Ramanops. Yeah, Ramanop Excavator. That's about to those rotate. Those are the ones that's... that I uh, always say to go after. I don't even know what those are at anymore. And then our last one. Oh, Burgeoning. Okay, thank you. Burgeoning. Burgoing. Turn it into a French word. This one's a little bit more expensive of a spec to go after, but uh, there was only one foil printing from Conspiracy, the second one, Takedown. Take the crown. Uh, or take the crown, sorry. And this, you're sitting at about 17 bucks right now for that. Um, this will fit also with a land deck, uh, the land deck idea. Yeah, it, it, basically it's an enchantment for a green. Uh, if an opponent puts a land into play, you too get to put a land from your hand into play. Um, so it can really help you ramp out pretty quick. And again, I can actually, this was reprinted in Conspiracy, uh, which is fairly recent. I can see them reprinting this yeah. in the Commander well, set. Well, they so just the foil did Commander 2016. They just did that in there too. So oh, yeah, yep. It's already been in a Commander set. Um, because the original, when you got your, the Stronghold ones were at one point 20 some bucks. Yep. And then once they reprinted it, or it was up to almost thirty bucks. It was. It's a good card. Yeah. So definitely, the foil is just a all around good one to go after at seventeen. So that's pretty much our Smith specs. Wow, way to be excited! <laughs> oh man, I, it was a again, long day. This like, is. <laughs> I think it's general ideas, and then the the last one, which is like top of the library matters, like. That's pretty tough to figure out. Like yeah. I don't, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not confident enough to. You know, say your you deck that you just made something. kind of fits to that a little bit. Other than it's two colors wrong oh. from Esper, but it fits with that meaning. None, it does none of them, that. yeah. <laughs> um, like green, in my opinion, green and blue play with the top probably the best. Mm-hmm. You know, you have Sylvan Library, uh, Miri's Guile. So in my mind, like the you got Brainstorm. They're not going to replay uh, or uh, reprint Jason Mind Sculptor. You have Soothsaying, uh, Mystic Revelation. Is that right? Mystic yes. Speculation. <laughs> that was close. Just nod um, and agree. But other, other than that, like it, it might just be a bunch of like dinky scry spells. Like I, I just this one's probably going to be the really unique one. And if they if they do a good job of it, it'll be the it'll, most it'll hit it out of the park. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if they do a bad job of it, it's going to be garbage. Garbage. Yeah. So, um, but that one's, there's there's not a lot there to actually just kind of like go off of super easy. After what we were just talking about, though, I think that is a good idea. What you were just saying, too, with Crucible Worlds and Ramanop, just talking about it there, that that is, in general, those are good cards to have. Yeah. But there, there's nothing wrong to go and get yeah. them just in general, but... Crucible is going to be the cheapest that you're going to ever see it right now. So if you want it, get it. And it could even go up more if it isn't like if it works well with the commander deck, which it works well with a lot of decks because you're fetching and being able to keep doing it. Yeah. It's 
and just hitting your land drops off of the fetches or you know off milling you get your lands back it's it's a good a, card it's a really good card life from the loam was something that we kind of discussed we we might talk about it a little bit more in the future but um, well so we got specs not specs the spoilers are going to start this week so we'll actually have some stuff to kind of see are they yeah i think it said the 23rd is when they start specking. I, I was thinking 28th which uh, would be the next monday yeah so at least i heard from other sources that they said that the Look 23rd is when they'll be uh so we'll be starting this week i thought you want to look it up? Is that what you want to do? I'm doing that right now. <laughs> so yeah, 23rd starting. So yeah, we'll be in just a couple days actually seeing kind Probably of the shedding day a we're light. Posting it. Yeah, it's shedding a light. So we could be really wrong. <laughs> really wrong. We're telling you. Can we get on. this out on Sunday? Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot going on this weekend, but we'll see if we can get this edited and out <laughs> early so we don't sound Shit. like jackasses. <laughs> But yeah, we'll have a better. Uh, I think next week is going to be self-explanatory. It's going to be all on the freaking spoiler oh, stuff. Oh really? We got to talk about that stuff. <laughs> this, uh, I mean, I feel like this is going to be our bread and butter, butter, bunner, bunner, whatever. <laughs> I like hot dogs. Uh, <laughs> but like, I, I want to do so much with this because I think they do do a, such a good job with the commander sets. Yeah. Um, and from what I was understanding, they raised the price on these. They're forty bucks a piece, but it's their excuse that I kind of heard was better cards in it as well. So that just kind of gets me more excited. Now, yeah, I can see it. (laughs) Knock on wood. Get that from last week. Knock, knock, knock. Don't touch me. (laughs) Why are you hard, Lowry? All right. uh, That should wrap up this episode, right? Are we done? We want to talk more? No? You want to chat? Where are we at? We are perfect on time so we can end so this, wrap this up yep exactly <laughs> see our 10 minutes so yeah. we're good um so yeah next week we'll be discussing more of the spoilers yeah what the heck is going on with it yeah, and maybe i'll have a little bit more a better idea of get what, hyped woo and get so hyped. we don't have any commander spotlight so we'll see we'll see how many cards actually get spoiled with that we'll try to do something else maybe next week i don't know cool story hansel yeah <laughs> tune in next week to find out <laughs> maybe we'll have a little bit more energy i this was a long day i you, drove you were on vacation all week and yeah, so you need I, a vacation from your vacation 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 i drove a lot and then we played and now it sounds this. like so much fun <laughs> other than the driving part yeah all right, that should do it for this episode. You guys can follow us on Twitter, Commander Smiths, or email us. Smiths. Well, you, sorry, you I didn't on say my... at. I just, they don't know what they're doing if I don't say the at Commander That's Smiths. Probably not true. <laughs> we have very intelligent <laughs> listeners. They're probably highest All right, where's on the, the email. I don't know, Gmail. <laughs> Uh, at gmail. and then subscribe dot com. <laughs> sorry they don't know where to go if you don't have the dot com <laughs> no, you forgot the htt whatever the http yeah. backsplash <laughs> backsplash <laughs> you know on your counter <laughs> on your kitchen countertops and everything <laughs> you could probably emoji that in yeah all right yeah and then subscribe <laughs> to us on youtube uh i think that'll do it for this week um Right? All right, bye. <laughs>